Recording in progress. Hey guys, welcome back to the Head Up Rugby League podcast. Today we're just joined just with the three of us today. We got Josh and Connor. How are you boys? Feeling good. Yeah. Yes. Mm, it's good to hear, boys. Good to hear. Now we're in the we're in the we're in the in game, boys. We're it's in final season. Yeah, we've had week one last week and we're moving on to week two. So what we thought this week is we'll just have a bit of a preview. We didn't really do much last week. Um Besides the interview, so we thought we'd have a uh, redo or review of last week, and then we're going to build our ladder predictions and see who's going to go through to the grand final, win the grand final. Yeah, so to start it off, go, just saying we're going back to our roots here. This is what uh, the podcast yeah. used to be oh. every week: the preview, yeah. the review, and I think it got a bit boring for people. So this is why we don't do it that much anymore. But yeah, shout out to the old days of the podcast doing this. Yeah, oh god, didn't we do like like a before the match and after the match of like every week? Yeah, oh. we went pretty hard pretty early. <laughs> uh, to start us off, uh, Connor, the the Panthers and Eels game, twenty seven uh, to eight to the Panthers. What do you think of it? I uh, I thought like the whole first half the Eels looked like hmm. the dominant, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I thought. Away with it, but then they got they got the Simbin and then Panthers scored behind the bin, which obviously just turns the momentum so much. Yeah, but gotta give credit to Mitch Moses, eh? Like me and Bryce, the whole game we're looking for him to put a foot wrong, and he just didn't. He, he was everywhere. I thought he was superb. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah obviously, right. I thought oh. the Panthers off with everyone like coming back this week, but oh. they just went straight back to it in the second half, eh? I thought Cleary was going to take a little more time to adjust, but you just saw as soon as because he how many weeks was it? Was it five weeks or four weeks? I think he had five, off. Yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, he just as soon as he stepped on that pitch, he just controlled everything. Like it, I think he got four out of four conversions and just every kick. And then he in the first half, I think he saw Mitchell Moses going for the drop goal, missed it, and then Nathan Cleary just turns around and says, "Nah, I'll do that," and just. Uh, does the field goal straight away and puts them in the lead seven to six at half time. So, yeah, because everyone yeah. said that that was going to be the issue with Cleary, but I was telling people at work, I'm like, he wasn't injured, he was suspended. He can still train with the team and do what he like. You know, it's not like an injury where you struggle to come back. Like, and I, I didn't actually watch the game, but I saw some of the highlights, and you feel bad for those outside backs of the Eels having to catch those bombs from him because. That's the difference between oh. halfbacks. Some of their sets looked like pretty mediocre, but then he does a kick, and then all of a sudden they get the ball ten meters mm. away from the try line. So that's the key difference with Cleary compared to yeah. other halfbacks. And it was a bit unfortunate. Oh God, I can't remember who got off. Was it Moses or was it Dylan Brown that got the head injury? Moses. But Moses, yeah. As soon as as soon as Moses went off, like you just saw the Eels just could not play without him. Like they were just a completely different team. They just slacked, and they just and they were they were pretty close in like the first ten minutes of the second half. But then other than that, they just let the Panthers roll over them. Yeah, as, as you mentioned, Liam. Like as soon as Mitch Moses went off, you just saw like the big switch, and like Parramatta uh, Param- just started getting dominated. Eh? Like, but to to be fair to Wanga Blake, like he's going to save a lot of money. Like he doesn't have to buy tissues because of COVID because he can't can't catch a cold. That guy. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I felt bad for him because everyone was roasting him on social media, fair enough. And then, like, the coach afterwards, Brad Arthur was like, oh, it's all the um, the Ford's fault for not actually putting pressure on Cleary. And when I watched it back, 
they didn't put any pressure on him. Cleary had like a couple seconds every time to put up, and he's like, "Don't blame um, Blake. Blame the people that weren't rushing up and actually putting a chase in." So you can sort of see how he's getting blamed to everything. But apparently, Nia Kore was one of them that wasn't actually, and Papa Lee they weren't actually chasing. So hopefully, more signs to come. To be honest, the, when when he dropped those catches, the Eels like pretty much gave up, and that's how Brian Tuttle scored his, both his tries. Like you just saw him just run in, he dropped the ball, just grab it up, and run through about two people, and he scored. So, like you can't really just blame him. Like everyone just stood still and just gave up after he dropped it. So, yeah. so the next game, so Raiders and Eels play each other this week, obviously. So. And the reason for that was because the storm collapsed again without Cameron Smith. He had a 94% finals win rate and three games without him, three finals losses. 28-20 of the Raiders. What were your thoughts, Liam? Uh, honestly, I thought this was I thought this was going to be the game of the round. And uh, a few, few of my friends and family told me that the Raiders were definitely going to win this one. It was going to be the biggest upset of the whole round. And Honestly, it was such a great game to watch. I loved it every minute of it. It was, it was oh, the last ten minutes. You just saw the storm just got so frustrated because everything was just not going their way, and they just, they just tried too much, and it just wasn't going their way. And the Raiders came away with the win that night. So I, I love the game. The Raiders played really well, and you just got to give credit to all the boys. Yeah, yeah I was, I was this game about ten rum and cokes and eight beers deep. <laughs> I was I was seeing two of everyone, but it was pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, I thought uh, Matt Tomoko was was really strong ball carrying. I think I think the Raiders as a team in finals just built different. Mm. Like in nineteen, I think it was when they made the grand final. Like they're just so fun to watch in finals. I don't know what it is about them, but very exciting. Yeah, I saw Ricky Stewart. Apart from Bellamy, he's got the highest win rate in finals for uh, like oh. any current coach and. It's surprising, but when you think about it, they actually do. They've had a great run like last four or five years. I don't. I was trying to think if it was true, but they said that they've been in the last out of three preliminary finals. They've been in two out of three, so that probably makes sense because they made the grand final. Seems a bit long time ago since that, but I don't get how Munster's like. Everyone gives Munster credit when he does well. He missed a kick in front, and no one's talked about it like at all. Yeah. He missed a kick in front, a penalty, and no one mentions it. He went, like, he went two more on his conversions, eh? And he missed a penalty goal in front. Yeah, so, yeah. But no one mentions that. When, but when he does amazing, it's like, give him his praise. But when he does bad, can we, you know? like that was te- When he missed that kick in front, I'm like, how the fuck did he miss that? <laughs> like it, caught, yeah. it was like 20 to 20 at that stage, or 20 to 18. So, yeah, Xavier yeah. Coates as well. What a play! What yeah, a game. You, could de- you could definitely see the um, at the start of the game when the Raiders and Storm first came out. The Storm were thinking, "Oh, this might be a bit of an easy cruise." When the, the Raiders and then the Raiders score seven minutes in, but then yeah, as you said, Josh Xavier Coates comes in with the double try to put them up, yeah. but it just wasn't enough. I just don't think they were hungry enough, and they were just thinking it might have been just an easy week. Yeah, yeah. It just it's just one things where it comes down to who wants it more. Like it yeah. just seemed like the. Top game just wanted it so much more. I think you could tell the teams that won this week, especially the Raiders and the Cowboys, it was their forwards. Like, Tarpany and yeah. Papali were just, every time they ran, same with Tal Malolo, like, every time they ran, it was like 20, 25 metres. And I saw that Tarpany's off contract in 2024, 
and apparently all other clubs have offered him like have already talked to his agent and stuff and they're thinking 1.2 million the Raiders are going to have to give him to keep him so it's worth it but it's at least he plays 80 minutes I suppose but yeah, yeah. that's true I think he wants to play with a nice young Ford pack in North Queensland. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Isn't that your answer to every player that want that's on the market at the moment? We'll take you around. <laughs> Just cat these days. <laughs> the Warriors will get him when he's thirty-three, like when he's just past his prime. You know, I think that's yeah, when he's when he's shed and he's just yeah, just yeah. overrated. Yeah, it's and a then, classic. Uh, and then after that, the Tigers and Dragons betting warp again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the third game of the round. Connor, you want to take it away? What a game for the Cowboys. I, I, I must say game of the year, in my personal opinion. I was I was entertained from minute one to 93. Yeah. It was such a mean game. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I said I was going to sleep at, after 10 minutes on our group chat. I'm going to sleep and just never really even got bothered to go to sleep because it was like, it was just a back and forth game, you know, where there's like a try to one, try to the other, try. And then yeah. you just couldn't not. I was thinking I'll go to sleep around the 60th minute when the Sharks were up. But I'm like, the Cowboys this year just keep coming back, you know? Like, I've done that a few times, wrote the Cowboys off, and they've scored a few tries, so I was like, I can't go to sleep, and then, yeah, happened again. I think that's why all the Cowboys fans all year just had so much belief, just because in 2015, like, every game we won was just coming back, coming back, coming back, and it feels like exactly the same this year. That's what just gives us so much confidence. Mm. Yeah, no, it was was, honestly, I... uh, I thought the the Cowboys they had a terrific start scoring early. Was it Gilbert scored first? Yeah, that, the, yeah. The, the obstruction yeah. when the five of them shot that was so bad. If they gave that a no try when they like shoved them, <laughs> I think it was Dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I just think from them the Cowboys they were like, okay, we're up for this, and and honestly, it it couldn't have ended better going to um, Golden Point. That was just that's probably how it needed to end. It was. Such a good game, as you said. It was going back and forth, back and forth, and then the Sharks got that yellow card, and I think the um, yeah the Cowboys were just up for it, and yeah, and then Valentine Holmes secures the two point field goal. Yeah, people are talking about that. Would you? I know Connor when it was happening wanted the penalty try. Would you rather get the penalty try and they stay on thirteen, or would you rather get the sin bin and you don't get the try? You know, like you guys yeah. got the you got the sin bin and you got the try, so you got both. But if you don't score. It, you'd rather it's one of those tough ones you know as a fan what you'd rather I, I think it, it depends on what's going really like if yeah. you're like betting you'd probably want the try because you know you can defend yeah, you're afterwards at least, you at least rack the points up like if you lose it after yeah. one tackle it's useless but yeah that's fair they were like yeah. giving death threats to that Connor Tracy guy and stuff like it was dumb like what he did but it wasn't like I wouldn't say it was terrible, you know, like, yeah, it's pretty harsh. Mm. I, I, I will say, though, on a, um, Nico Hines um, kicking all game was pretty good. I only, I only think he missed one field goal attempt. But other than that, he did as much as he could. And I just think it was just the players around him that let him down. So it was a big game because all the spotlight was on him. So I think he lived up to that game. Yeah. 
I must say, like, when Tal Malolo scored that try on the hooter, I was more excited than when Holmes kicked the field goal. I was... <laughs> and if, if, uh, if Valentine's Holmes missed that kick to make it 30 all, well, how would he have felt, Connor? My heart would be shattered. I wouldn't be on the podcast. Or <laughs> yeah, it would have been. It's one of those games where if you win, it's one of the greatest feelings. But if you lost, it would have been just like heartbreaking. But it was, imagine being a sh- and the next day you'd be fucking yeah. gutted. Uh, and it wasn't does like it, does, it, does, it kind of, does it kind of take you back to the was it twenty fifteen grand final uh, with the Cowboys with Jonathan Thurston having to kick on the last last minute of the game? It's it's obviously not that exciting. Like you had a kick next to the post, and JT's was on the sideline. Like. <laughs> I think the JT a bit more of a nail border, but yeah, we'll yeah. take that. I it was just a great game because it wasn't like one of those finals games where it was easy for both teams. Like there was so many errors, there was just everything you wanted, like heaps of yeah. errors, heaps of. It never really felt like it was a perfect game, which actually made it better. I think like the games where both teams just go set for set and there's no errors is boring. Like there was so many errors, so many tries and. Everyone was saying bet the under on that game because they were the two best defences in the comp, but it ended up being the opposite. It was like, it was awesome. But yeah, what's the next? Oh, the, uh, this game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, history in this game, if you boys didn't know, there was actually history in the last game. It was the Roosters and Rabbitohs, or the Rabbitohs coming out 30-14. to 14. It was the most thin bins in a game, in an NRL game, and it was seven thin bins. That's crazy. Yeah. Five <laughs> <left>. No. <laughs> you don't have much to say, Josh. <laughs> it was just like the ref's fault. Like if you, that Radley thing was so soft to start off with. And once oh, you oh. give a Sinbin for that, everything yeah. else becomes worse. So everything that got, so everyone that got in the head hit, hit the ground and then Sinbin, Sinbin, Sinbin. It was just, it was just a ridiculous game. Vossi said it was the longest game he'd ever commentated. Because it started at six and finished at like eight forty, so <laughs> there was so many stoppages. It was just a ridiculous game, and yeah, but yeah, that's, I just can't believe. Yeah, Victor Radley got sent off twice, and Tane, oh yeah, Tane, Tane, yeah. yeah, he got sent off twice. It's just fucking hell. You feel bad for Tedesco, man, like. Gets injured from a head high, doesn't get the guy doesn't get simbinned, and then he can't play the rest of the game, and that's sort of what costs them, I reckon, to just go being gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean the uh, the Rabbitohs were up for it because they lost the week before, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they lost the week before. Yeah. You were t- you guys were too busy playing pool, yeah, to notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, the Rabbitohs would. Down two people and still scored. Like That's the, that was the yeah. ga- that was the game changer when Tedesco went off and there was it was a was it thirteen v eleven and just the didn't the Rabbitohs score <laughs> wasn't it four nil in the ten minutes it was, yeah it was such a shocker, uh, and then the Roosters like did all this complaining afterwards about it but it was one of those things I don't I'm not the greatest Latrell fan but to be honest he did step up in that game like. The stuff that against his old team at the old ground, like he was getting abused, like from the sidelines, kicked every goal, and he looked dangerous the whole time. So, shout out to the trail. Not don't give them much praise, but there you go. <laughs> um, are we ready to go yeah. into the previews? Any other yeah, thoughts? Yeah, have any. Yeah, I have one more um, thought on the the Cowboys game. I saw this today. Shout out to Tom Dearden. 
most no, running, I was, most running I was ever. Just, yeah, bro, like Liam yeah. was talking about history in the last game. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what made me think of it. What did he run, like 11.3 kilometres? Oh, something ridiculous. In the space of, I suppose it was 95 minutes, but still, it's like... I couldn't do that in like two hours, <laughs> like, and he would be going back. He'd be doing tackling as well. Has you'd see how so many errors happened in the um, end of the game because pretty much there was like four of them that broke the record for this year. Like Townsend did, and a couple others. You can see why there was so. Because how tired would you be tackling people for ninety minutes or whatever? But yeah, didn't in that. Sorry, just in that um, Cowboys game. Didn't you guys only miss like? A- like a handful of tackles like you didn't miss that many tackles I have no idea I think uh, I, I, was, I was like remember, I think I saw something and I was like it was like the I can't remember who it was there was a couple of players and they just every tackle they made they they made every tackle they didn't miss a tackle on the Cowboys so that that also shows just how good the defense is and how like how much they wanted it and deserved it so yeah yeah okay <laughs> This is where it gets tough. Eels Raiders. You can see it going a lot of different ways. And can I say one thing? The NRL don't care about New Zealand audience at all. 9.50pm and 10pm. Like, only, like, the actual NRL fans are going to stay up and watch that. Like, how are you going to get people from New Zealand? It's because of UK TV. It's just stupid. Anyway. Um, yeah. I won't be up for the Friday one, but I'll be up for the Saturday one. Ooh. I'm I'm playing a game Saturday night that exact time, so if, yeah, it's it's the, everything's wrong. Okay, Eels a dollar fifty, Raiders two sixty. Thoughts? Mm, this is interesting because didn't you send me something about the Eels coach? How uh, he's a disaster in the finals or something? Yeah, he's only won I think two out of nine finals games or something ridiculous, yeah, like, yeah. which isn't a great <laughs> great record. <laughs> let's just say, but. They say at the moment Moses is going to play. They say his head's fine, but that could be... You never know. It could an hour before yeah. the game, Moses is out. So if Moses doesn't play... And his son's on the bench. So if Moses doesn't play, I've got Raiders. If he does play, I've got Eels. Make it simple. I mean, I've still got Raiders either way. I just I just think the Eels they just didn't perform as like they were they were only a first half team against their Panthers and I didn't yeah I didn't really like after they collapsed I just think the Raiders are so hungry after beating the Storm they'll be so motivated and going out there ready to win I think Ricky will really drill into them all week just just getting them prepared for this game so I'm just gonna go Raiders. I was like thinking about it in my head, and I reckon it's either going to go Eels thirteen plus or Raiders once twelve. But oh, I think they log him. I know I got the Eels. Yeah, it's oh. you're sticking with your um your ladder predictions at the start of the year, Connor. Yeah, Eels for the premiers. <laughs> Thing is, I kind of have to backtrack that now because they're going to lose next. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> one. It's a win-win. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a weird one as well. I saw someone write this that a lot of teams like the Raiders, like they're the eighth team winning that game last week was their grand final almost, you know, like they put so much effort into winning that game. How are they going to do it? But just some quick form. So the Raiders actually last week won 28-20. The Eels in round 12 beat the Raiders 28-20. So predict the score is 28-20, okay? Remember that. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, 28-20 was the score, and in that game, Liam was correct. 
as normal, the Eels were up 16-0 at halftime and only yeah. won 28-20. So first half side, you remember that, guys. Liam's got us covered. So uh, me and Connor are going Eels and Liam's going Raiders. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, what's the next game? This one's also a tough one, huh? Yeah, Sharks and Rabbitohs. I'm just trying uh, to think find. Keep going, yeah. Could go ahead, to be honest. They both had such tough games last week. Like, the Sharks had to play 93, and the Rabbitohs had to play with, like, players in the bin, like, taking shots all game. So it's like, could be a big grudge match kind of thing. Yeah. I'd probably. Do you go- think- oh, it's a tough one, eh? Do you think the record for Simbins could be broken? No. No chance. No. Nah, the body. <laughs> They'll be lucky to make it to 80, though. <laughs> um, these teams played each other once this year, and it was um, a golden point thriller. Yeah. Sharks yeah, won 21-20, so chuck that in as part of it. But I think it's – the I'm still, like, with the Souths, how, they had such a bad period this year where, like, no one treated them seriously. But now they almost – I think they're a bit overconfident, which is almost a good thing in finals. I think they think they think they're better than they are, which at yeah. times can be terrible. But I almost think guys like Cody Walker and Latrell play better when they're confident and when they think they're better. So I was going shark, like I would have gone sharks this whole time, but I'm actually going rabbitos. I've changed tack, gone rabbitos. Nah, I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with sharks this week. I'm just going to um, – I think the Sharks, yeah, I think they're definitely going to win. As you said, the Rabbitohs, they had a bit of a grudge match, and I think they'll just be a bit, bit over it and, and overconfident and think they're going to win, but they'll make a few mistakes, and the Sharks will capitalise on that, especially with Nico Hines on his kicking. Me and, me and Josh are on the same <laughs> way, Vicky, and I'm on these as well. And I'll just say one thing. Cody Nakarima, what's the point of having him on the bench? Last week he played three minutes off the bench, came on the 77th minute. The week before, came on in the 72nd, I think. So wouldn't you rather have a four? I suppose he's handy if someone gets injured, but what's the point of having a guy that's going to play a couple minutes a week just for the sake of it? Like, he is pretty gun, though. He's a pretty gun player. But, yeah. Um, we haven't done a bit of the week live before. And we're going to do it right now. We're going to do a bit of the week, which is hard because there's only two games. <laughs> we're going to have to figure out. Any ideas? First try score is anything? I've, I've got Eels 13 plus. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Write, with that, I'll write that down. Yeah, Eels 13 plus. You're, you've got an idea, Liam. I was going to go um, Sevo first try scorer or any time maybe, but go a bit safer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go Ronald Militalo anytime try scorer. Okay. So Militalo anytime try scorer. And will that work? Are, you, are we allowed to do that? I always can never go guess on the TV. I'll have a quick... You guys keep talking. I'll have a quick look. Um, no. Nah. I mean... Honestly, I think, I think both these games could go either way. So... Um, it, yeah, Eels definitely could go 13 plus, but I do think they just struggle in the finals and haven't won a finals in a very long time. So, um, haven't had much experience either. So, um, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting week this week, and it'll be interesting to because Connor just thinks they're just gonna lose next week. Um, 
Anyway, O'Connor. Yeah, no, I think they got unlucky because they had to play a well-rested Panthers side in week one. Like, that's a tough ask for any team, to be honest. Like, even if the All Blacks hopped on the Paramount <laughs> broken, they still would have lost. So. Okay. Well, I'd love to see, like, a like a national footy versus, um, like, rugby versus league game. That would be so fun. Okay, update on our bet. We can't do it. We have to do either do three anytime try scorers or three things. So should we just do three anytime try scorers? I'll jump on at any time. What about uh, Alex Johnston at a dollar fifty? It's still such good odds, you know. No, 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 no. I'll stick with Sevo. I'll, I'll go with Sebastian Chris. Okay, we'll see if this works because. The TAB need to fix this, man, because an Aussie you can put as many anytime try scorers and like pretty much put even, whatever. Even on sports bet, you can do whatever you want. I think it's just because we use TAB. Like it just yeah. seems like the easier. So you can't do that. You can't do in the same game. So we're sort of screwed. Or <laughs> um, well, can you not do? Well, then if I go to the no, it's not yeah. letting me do Chris and Sevo anytime try scorer for the because it's the you same. Can do the same game. Though, yeah, so we could do the same game, yeah, if we want to do that. This is yeah, really good okay. content. Um, we'll sort it out and do it on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's shout to the TAV. <laughs> Absolute disaster. Okay, any other thoughts before we head off? Oh, I actually do want to say one more thing before we head off, and we'll finish on this. You got to lose a grand final to win a grand final. Rabbitohs grand final winners, baby. Let's do it. That's my prediction. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Fuck the Rabbitohs. Oh. And a, a friend. Any Rabbitohs interviews? A friend of the pod, Jason Demetrio, is going about to get re-signed for three or four more years. So shout out to Jason for staying engaged with the podcast, replying to our messages. Cheers to you. We probably need to finish this. It's going to go bad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll we'll do the same thing next week. Yeah, unless unless uh, we get an interview. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, go the Raiders. We'll be more prepared next week as well. We'll have some stats and figures. This was a bit loose. So, yeah, yeah. thanks, guys. Recording stopped. (laughs) Liam.